Welcome to A Teaspoon of Healing, where we explore the pathways to wellness and vibrant living. Listen to personal stories of healing and interviews with experts. It's time to open a doorway to healing in your life through positive changes. Here is your host, Dawn Damari. Hi, I'm Dawn Damari, and you're listening to A Teaspoon of Healing. This is episode 23 of the podcast. Well, today's guest is Christy Funk. She's a woman's empowerment leader and a jewelry designer and an expert on crystals. We're going to be discussing female empowerment, healing jewelry, and the healing power of crystals. If you want to listen to previous episodes of this podcast, visit my website, teaspoonofhealing.com. You can also get them all on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. And while you're on my site, you can also read my blog. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein. And before we get into our interview, let's hear from one of our sponsors, Golf Tours. Hi, this is Goff, owner of Goff Tours, specializing in stand-up paddleboarding or surfing lessons. I even do snorkeling. You can reach me here. Orange County has what you're looking for. You can contact me via email at gofftours at gmail.com or mobile number is 949-338-5937, gofftours.com. I'm Don Damari, and you're listening to A Teaspoon of Healing. Well, today I have Christy Funk here with me. Christy is a woman's empowerment leader. Hi, Christy. Hi, Don. How are you doing today? Very well. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to do this with you. And I'm excited to have you here with me on A Teaspoon of Healing. So, Christy, so you're a woman's empowerment leader. So what is your background and story around that? How did you get into female empowerment, which I think is awesome, by the way. Thank you. I've just always had this resonance with women. I feel like I'm a protector of women and children, just innately by nature. I created a store locally in Orange County called Belly Sprout. So I would say professionally, I started there because it was built around bringing awareness into natural childbirth and the power that we have as women to birth our babies and take care of them. And it grew into quite a community. So we had retail products and I had quite a huge community of midwives and doulas and speakers from all over the country and I do big events. And so we did everything from natural childbirth to, you know, just like breastfeeding and healing, all different healing modalities. I've been in the holistic world for about 20 years. So I've been self-studying Ayurveda, Chinese medicine, acupuncture, like homeopathy, crystals, essential oils, diet, all of it. And so the store kind of brought that all together. And during my run of the store, I had it for about eight years. I was in a very toxic, abusive, like emotionally abusive relationship in my marriage And it was about seven years ago that my body was just done. And I had to take a look at my life and realize that I didn't have self-love. I didn't know what that was. And 
discovered more about what a toxic relationship does. So I've been separated for almost six years. And in those dark moments, I knew that I had to learn to heal myself. But at the same time, I knew that I needed to take this message out to women. So in the last six years, I've created a couple programs and I've written a lot. I'm really active on Facebook of just sharing my journey because there's a lot of women that suffer in silence. And so Mm -hmm. I wanted to be that voice. I created a program called Radical Self-Love and then another one, Hot and Holistic. And I'm currently running a women's circle, a private subscription circle on Facebook. I'm fascinated with women's stories. I have the ability to meet women where they are instead of where I expect them to be because we need that kind of firm, soft holding (laughs) so that women can start to reclaim themselves. So I hope that answers. (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. And thank you for sharing your story too. And that probably helped you reach out to other women because what you had gone through then you can, you see that, like you said, a lot of women suffer in silence. So I think it's wonderful that you're giving them a space to share, you know, privately. The private groups are great for that if they don't feel that it's safe or, or they don't feel comfortable sharing on like maybe a regular Facebook group where everybody can see. I think that's great. Yeah. And women just, they want to be seen and heard, but they don't know how because they've been taught that you just kind of especially when you're in like a marriage or a committed relationship that you just suck it up and take it and what is abuse and what is emotionally dysfunctional what is toxic and so to just open the floor so women can say oh well this is how I'm feeling if you're feeling anything that makes you feel less alive less significant unworthy then you have to revisit the relationship with your partner and the relationship with yourself right Yes, absolutely. Now, you're also a makeup artist and a jewelry designer. So how long have you been doing those endeavors? Well, makeup artistry for over 20 years, in and out, because of my love of women, like this just amazing appreciation for women's beauty. I've worked professionally. I've worked with some of the biggest makeup artists in the country. And then 15 years ago, I went completely toxic free, you know, chemical free. And I started going down that venture for about 15 years. So right about the same time that I was doing makeup artistry, I started my jewelry line at the time called Chiquitas. And it was after a trip from Peru. And I just was absolutely in awe of the jewelry in Peru and Machu Picchu and like the amount of, like the turquoise I went to the museums. I was born in Ecuador. So when you're born in Ecuador as a girl, you get your ears pierced as a baby and the jewels start to be dripping all over your baby body. (laughs) They give you jewelry as gifts. So I say it started there and then I actually took it into fruition when I came back from South America and I started making these The rage back then were were these stretch bracelets and I started doing that and it just grew and I had accounts all over California and some TV shows and I, I had a good run of that and I had been studying about crystals and about the chakras and about healing and at the time it's so interesting is that I go back to my old catalogs and my old, you know, marketing material and it's all there about 
healing the chakras through the jewelry way before it was even a thing. And some of the really fancy big name exclusive boutiques in LA said that it was too spiritual. (laughs) Yeah. And they didn't. Now you think they would want that. That's, well, I was ahead of my time and people at the time were really resonating with my jewelry and I was trying to explain to them, well, you know, this is what citrine does and and carnelian and oh my gosh, turquoise and they're like, okay, but I really want the jewelry piece. So now it's so exciting in the last, you know, five years, I would say people are understanding the value and actually wanting the healing part not just the beautiful part, but the healing part. So I had my brand for about seven years. I had my children, kind of did jewelry a little bit in and out, but it was hard with two small boys. And so I picked up making jewelry again, designing jewelry about four years ago, and it's done very well. Now, what makes a piece of jewelry healing jewelry? For people out there who don't know, I mean, some of us might know what that is, but... right. So I, you know, when we get to the part where we're actually talking about crystals, you know, the, the stones themselves have a, a healing frequency. They're, they're coming from the earth. They vibrate at a certain frequency and each one has a different property. So whether you hold a crystal in your hand or it's designed and infused in a piece of jewelry, the healing properties work the same. It's with the jewelry, you actually are wearing it so you are, it's a constant reminder and it can work on many different levels, spiritual, physical, emotional. And once you set the intention, it's your ally, it's your friend, it's your guide, it's a tool. And when there's also so many layers in that because when it's handcrafted, there's a completely different vibration than when it's mass manufactured. So you can see, you know, I've seen things in Target where it's like, oh, heal your chakra or, you know, just at different stores. And the process of how it comes, you know, like from farm to table in food, it's the same with the jewelry. How many hands does it go through? What's the intention of the person that's creating it? Are they clear? So I have... I never design jewelry when I'm in a bad mood. I never design jewelry when I'm going through a healing crisis. There's this wonderful film, Like Water for Chocolate. I don't know if you've ever seen it, Don. Yes. Okay. When they cook, the women weren't allowed to cook when they were on their periods. I mean, it's the same thing. It's like when you're cooking, you cook with love, right? Otherwise, maybe order out. (laughs) (laughs) And so for the jewelry, I I always kind of try to educate people. It's like there's a, it's, it's very different. And so every single piece of my jewelry has a story. So when I sit down and I create, like I have these stackies of five bracelets that are very popular. And I sit down and I imagine what the woman resonating with this piece is going to feel and what her journey is. So I kind of pair the stones to create that story. So if it's a woman that needs to feel stronger and more courageous, she's going to have, you know, these certain stones in it. If she wants to feel lighter, 
if she wants to heal her throat chakra, the throat chakra is huge for women. How is she going to express herself? How is she expressing herself? So each one, they may look beautiful, but there's actually deep healing properties. And the way I design jewelry, because I went to New York FIT for fashion design, so I have a an eye for style. I wanted to make these pieces look modern, eclectic, contemporary without falling into the, you know, what people think kind of quote new age healing jewelry looks like. So it has a contemporary feeling so that you could be looking super stylish, but you're super healing (laughs) in that moment. So a woman Mm -hmm. can take it and infuse it with her own style. And now you also have a course about crystals and that probably ties in with your jewelry. So for people that don't know about crystals and how they relate to the different chakras, for example, let's think of a couple crystals. There's so many like rose quartz and the clear quartz and citrine. How do those ones resonate and which chakras do they go with? I kind of know, but yeah, well, and okay. So let's assume that there's some people on the show that have never, like they've heard about crystals, but they don't know how they work. Sure. My recommendation would be, and the same with my jewelry, because when people, when I post them on, you know, on Facebook and a woman is drawn to a certain set, like go with that because there's something in that that resonates with you that is speaking to you. So go with your quote unquote gut instinct. So for those of you, you know, in your local community, find a crystal store or a mineral store or a rock store, just go and pick the first one or two and then find out what it is that you have. And you can easily Google it and find out what that stone is. And you'll find that there's some truth in why you went for that piece. So I would say rose quartz, every woman should have a rose quartz. That is the heart chakra. That is the it's for self-love. It's a very calming, soothing. It's like the mother holding you and embracing you. And it helps you to release all that is not love. I was going through a really intense healing journey. I go through these episodes, you know, when I'm supposed to. And about seven months ago, my heart-shaped rose quartz was with me 24-7. I slept with it. So... Rose quartz, it's a, it's a fabulous crystal to have, and that is the heart center. The clear quartz is also a beautiful one and, and a spectacular one to have because it can clear all your other stones. And how do you and do that, that with, the, with the clear crystal? Okay, so there's two crystals that can clear your own crystals because there is a way to cleanse them. And let me do a couple stones and then I'll show you how I'll sure. tell you how to cleanse them. Sure. So the clear quartz is the higher consciousness. It's the seventh chakra. It's source. It's light. It's a master healer. It's a spiritual illuminating crystal. It creates harmony within the body. It's a master programmer. So whatever intention you program into that crystal It carries the story. It carries your intention and what you're working on. So it's a master programmer, meaning that it really just absorbs that intention and works diligently to help you move towards your, what your focus is. Citrine is a great one. And for those of you in business, it's a great one to have around 
in your office, near your computer, where money is, it is the solar plexus. Mm -hmm. And so it is the stone that helps you move that idea into motion. So it makes, it allows you to put it out in the world. That one is in several of my stackies. I'll, I'll pair it with carnelian so that you're in that creative space. In the second chakra is that creativity space and carnelian resonates with that. Citrine is the third chakra and that's where you, so you take an idea and then you move it into action with citrine. So that's a really great one to have. A good one for protection is kyanite. I've not heard of that one. Oh, it's so pretty. It's blue. I like the raw kyanite. You can get it for a couple dollars. It's not expensive, especially when you go in large crowds because you're just absorbing everyone's energy. If there's somebody toxic in your life or in your office space, it's great. Stick it in a bra. (laughs) Keep it in your pocket. Yeah, so those are just a few. There's so many. One of my favorites is amethyst. And my amethyst stone, I have quite a collection. But this one amethyst stone I keep with me often. And I swear that she hides from me or she runs away from me. And I I used to freak out about it. And then I'm like, nope, she's going to come up again. And she's come up in the cracks of my, like in between the car seats She's fallen out of bags. I find her months later on the side of my bed. So crystals have these fun little personalities that they will do that. And sometimes they break and it can show you a lesson. Sometimes they leave and they don't come back. And that's, they're just constant reminders of, okay, what am I really working on? So those are just a rundown of a few of the crystals. So the way that... The clear quartz and the selenite. Selenite is another one that is really important. It's very inexpensive. It is a, oh my gosh, it's a cleanser. So it's super high vibrational and it attunes to very high frequency. And you can actually take a rod, a, a selenite rod, and just kind of wave it through your whole body And it helps to cleanse. It helps to rebalance. I like to say, you know, just clear any stagnant, stuck energy and replace with loving light. Those, whatever, you know, either one. And you can actually put this next to your crystals, the other crystals, like a clear quartz, selenite especially, and it will purify and release all this, you know, energy of other people in it. So when you talk about clearing... Now, what about, so I bought some crystals at a a little, there's a little shop near where I live that sells stones. And the lady that works there told me, when you get home, I forgot exactly what you're supposed to do. You put it in a bowl of water and then lay it out in the sun to clear it. Is that another method? And what is the difference between those two methods? There's many, many different methods. And you're going to find what works for you. I used to run them underwater. You can okay. put them in a bottle and in a bowl of Himalayan salt. You cannot put selenite in water. It will dissolve. So you have to know what crystal you have. Oh, no. <laughs> Otherwise, it will disappear. The easiest way, you actually charge your crystals in the sun. Yes, maybe that's what she said. Yeah, you cleanse and then charge it. Yes. And so the cleansing can be done with the selenite or the clear quartz. 
You can also bury them in the earth and you can use sound. Now sound has a really high vibration, like a, you know, if you have a singing bowl or anyone that will clear it and then the sun will charge it. But if you only have the sun, I say just at least put it in the sun. I, I don't do the moon. I only do the sun. If you go back to your store, I would get a piece of selenite. And I think I've seen those. I think. And so it's pretty inexpensive, those ones. Yeah, a few dollars. It's kind of it's like a creamy white. And when you put it in the light, it has a kind of a pearlescent feel to it. It's really beautiful and simple. And now for the other chakras, like the root chakra, like if there's somebody who's going through probably some upheaval in their life and they don't feel secure, are there any stones that can help with that? Hematite is really powerful. I use this a lot in my jewelry. Hematite is protective. It's grounding. It's a great one. And it looks like metal. In most of these handheld kind of tumbled crystals don't cost very much. So you could get one for each of the chakras and not spend a lot of money as long as your store isn't ripping you off. But hematite is a great <laughs> one. It's a really good one. Any of the dark, like the black, tourmaline is really good. Onyx, any of the black stones are good. The dark, dark stones, you can even use garnet. And some of the stones will go, they'll be in the different chakras. So it's not fixed only on like the root chakra, but hematite is a really good one. And now if you have the stones and say you're kind of new to this and you don't know too much about chakras and stones, what's a little meditation somebody could do or what can they do to use these stones, either protection or love or whatever it is that energy they're trying to bring in? What can they do? Yeah, that's a great, great question because I think people are, especially when they're new to healing arts and, you know, kind of that mystical realm, it's mm -hmm. not, you know, find your language so when you're holding your rose quartz, just talk to it because it's listening to it. It doesn't have to be a script. And, you know, just talking to it, saying, I'm really excited to work with you. I am looking for some healing in this area of my life. And can you guide me? It could be as simple as that. And you can find mantras online. And if that works for you, fine. I... When I'm doing clearing on my body, I'm always just kind of, it's pretty simple. Clear any stagnant or stuck energy and replace with loving light. Because really, that's what we're all doing, right? Right, right. <laughs> so it could be as simple as that. So just talk to it and then you'll find your language. And they're your ally. They're your friend. They're your partner. So they're not here to hurt you. Just feel comfortable it's like, hey, what's up? You know, I just got the stone. I don't know what to do with you, but this is what's hurting my life. And let's go, you know, it can be mm -hmm. something like that. It doesn't have to be scripted. Right. And I know Reiki practitioners use them. I mean, I'm new to Reiki. I like level two, but I know that you can use them, but you don't have to actually just go with a specific modality. You can use whatever language works for you or whatever type of meditation. Yeah. And, you know, that's an honest expression of yourself through your source your god whoever it is in your higher power you know there's nothing better than honesty if you don't have like the training you that that you have or you know maybe a yoga practitioner or somebody doing chinese medicine it's, it's finding what's truthful for you i think that works 
anytime. They're not going <laughs> to say, oh, we can't heal you. <laughs> you don't have the right words. They're super fun. And play with them, too. Using humor in any area of our life is a great, it vibrates so well. You know, humor and love and joy. So play with them. It kind of brings out that inner child, which is always lovely. And now where can people find, like you say, people want to find stones. And like you said, some of the stores they do kind of overcharge. Should they just go to their crystal local store or they're ever a little like, I sometimes see gem shows or gem symposiums, but I don't know if they sell the same kind of stuff. Would those be another resource? Yeah, absolutely. So I would Google in your area because I know in Orange County, we've got a couple. They aren't a lot. But besides just like the new age stores where they typically have an assortment of crystals, try and find those groovy little like rock mineral stores. There's one here where the guy has all these crazy rocks and these amazing books and he's a geologist and then he's got some really good crystals so you never know the gem fairs are great they're absolutely great crystals have the market for crystals has skyrocketed so they're easier to find than ever before before i would have to search in weird places but now it's it's much more accessible and even online just if it's a tumbled stone and i'll, I'll just put it out there here that if it's a tumbled you know, one of the the main crystals like rose quartz, citrine, carnelian, amethyst, you can get those for under $5. If they're trying to sell them, unless it's a cut stone, unless it's a, you know, a certain grade, just start to price match. They can charge a lot and you don't know what you're doing. But on average, I, you can get some stones for 50 cents and it doesn't have to be a super expensive piece to work. And the ones that sometimes are, I, th I noticed, yeah, the tumbled ones seem to be cheaper. Sometimes the ones that are, I guess, I don't know if they're called raw or it seems like they're they're cut, you know, they're, they haven't been finished yet. Those ones seem to be more expensive. Yeah. And also the grade, oh, okay. you know, it's just like, you know, like diamonds and any kind of precious stones. There's a grade to them. There's definitely a grade to crystals. And I've seen the market change. You know, a lot of our... our resources are being depleted a lot of the stones that I was using in my business years and years ago they're extinct it's so wild really like which ones are extinct now which ones are hard to find now there's a river stone that I use a lot now but it's not the river stone that I had when I was designing before because I took a strand to a gem show and they're like oh no it's completely out they've overmined it and a little tidbit on turquoise, when I was looking for the turquoise that I used to have, and I have some rare turquoise here, and I went to the shows looking for that, they said, nope, this is what happened. China came, went to all the different gem shows, completely bought out stalls of turquoise, took it back to China, regurgitated it, and then came out with this kind of watered down turquoise so turquoise when it's a high grade is very expensive but African turquoise I guess they started mining there so this is the other thing like when we buy jewelry or yoni stones or anything that has a crystal and it's made in China it is typically not pure well, that's good to know See, I didn't know that 
said, there's just much more demand for it now. Which is exciting because we're finding out that there are healing tools. And this is another thing that I'd like to put out there, that the crystal doesn't heal you. It's a tool. And I think as crystals get so mainstream, there's so many books out and people, they're in mainstream magazines. You're not going to buy a piece of crystal and just, you know, oh, heal my life. It's a mess. I've, you know, been, I've had toxic relationships forever and just heal my life. And you're going to carry that stone around and not be proactive and interactive in your own life. It's not going to work. You need to do the work. It's just a tool. It's just a tool. Yeah. And if we put it in its proper place, it's a powerful tool, but we always have to be doing the work. Where can people find out more about your classes and your female empowerment groups and, you know, your crystal training? My website is christyfunk.com. It'll be going through some renovation over the summer. I have two courses on there, Hot and Holistic and my crystals course. You can also contact me via my website. So if you have questions, I can answer. So it's christyfunk, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-F as in Frank, U-N-K.com. And I'm really active on my personal page on Facebook under Christy Funk. I have my professional page there too. I'm on Instagram, Christy Funk. And I do have a bunch of videos on YouTube as I was doing my healing journey on a lot of on self-care and self-love as well as some beauty tutorials and Christy Funk across the board. So that's where you can find me. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to me. Now my private it's a subscription page. It's the essence of you. It's my women's circle. Contact me via Facebook and I can share more what that's about because that's really where we go deep in a variety of work wherever the women are. It's really exciting for me. So like they can reach out to you and you you said it's Christy Funk. They can search for you and then reach out to you. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Christy Funk, my website to find you and then that's great so then they can get all those resources and inquire about the private group yeah and then my jewelry there's some pieces on my on my website right now i have to load more typically what i've been doing is i do kind of these sales on my facebook my personal page so if you friend me then you'll get notices when i put things up for sale there as well now is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we sign off I would say that in my experience, the most profound work that we have on this planet is to learn to heal our wounds, our pain, anything that isn't bringing you into full light and just starting with the awareness that there is that pain or that experience or that wound that you haven't dealt with. Just start there. And then the rest of the journey, if we move it from the healing journey into self-discovery it becomes really exciting and it's totally worth it so start where you are absolutely i love that thank you very much christy for joining me today on a teaspoon of healing i'm gonna check out your crystal i'm gonna check out your jewelry i'll look at your facebook and see because i really i looked at a couple pieces on your website and they were beautiful thank you i've got a huge collection right now that will be going up soon but yeah thank you so much for having me this is a great conversation thank you for the work you're doing in the world to just spread awareness and bring people back into their true self well thank you for doing that as well nice nice to meet you too and have a good rest of the week you too thanks don 
Thank you for listening to this episode of A Teaspoon of Healing. If you have any questions for me or for Christy, visit my website, teaspoonofhealing.com. Click on contact and you can fill out the contact form and we'll get back to you. You can also reach me by email, dawn at teaspoonofhealing.com or visit me on Facebook, facebook.com slash teaspoonofhealing or Instagram at teaspoonofhealing. And if you're not currently a subscriber for this podcast on iTunes or Android, please visit my Instagram. You can get a link to do that. I have links to all the different platforms and I would love it if you left me a star rating and a review. Well, stay tuned for the next episode. I will be having an expert on toxins within your home. So you don't want to miss that one. Thank you for listening to A Teaspoon of Healing with Dawn Damari, your home for wellness and vibrant living. For more resources on wellness and vibrant living, visit us online at teaspoonofhealing.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein. 